Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, we praise you, O God. The lyrics of the song, Holy, Holy, Holy. You are the Lord God Almighty. You are the creator of all life and the sustainer of all life. You are my salvation. Thank you, Abba Father. Our nation is inside, outside, upside down. I don't have to tell you that. You can see. And like prodigal children, we've squandered our inheritance, belittled it, and we've taken advantage of your grace. Forgive us, Father. It is my prayer that we, as a people, We'll run back to you and beg your forgiveness for our sins against you and against others. As a nation, we have much to grieve. You are a forgiving Father and a patient God, but I know, Father, that your patience does have a limit. And there will be a time when, if we do not change, the fullness of your sin will require your wrath. So it is for such a time as this, I pray for all who know you, to lean on you and seek your face, to search out and live your righteousness. For we are your children. Protect us and guide us. Hold back the evil one, Father, please hold it back. Give us courage to speak out and to stand up. And give us wisdom and discernment to know when to be silent and when to shout. These times are troubling, but nothing shocks you off your throne, Father God. Thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the personal blessings that you have given me and for the blessings of living in this nation. For such a time as this, you have brought me here. And it is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, we are all called. And yesterday I tried. <laughs> I, was, I was cutting it a little too quick to share with you the poem that I wrote. It's Midnight America, the Clarion Call. And I just got word this morning that the American Medical Association has determined that requiring a sex on the birth certificates is discriminating, according to a new report. This is insanity. God has called us to be His. Male and female. Now, I realize that this world is a little 
mixed up or a lot mixed up. These things make no sense to us. But to the left who are driving this force, they are dividing this nation in every way they possibly can for their purpose. And their purpose is not a godly one. The clarion call is mostly, it was patriotic, but at the same time, I want you to think about your call from God. Because all of us are called. All of us. Later in the show, we're going to have a guest. But right now, I'm going to share this with you. See if I can get through it before the next commercial break. And I've I've added some scriptures to it. But I call it. It's a mid- it's midnight America, the clarion call. I got the idea because of Paul Revere. I got the idea because of the poem of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. And the scripture I'm going to start with is Galatians 5.13. For brethren, we have called, ye have been called unto liberty, Only not use liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. That is the inscription. No, it's not. I I take that back. The inscription on the Liberty Bell is, is at the end of this. Here's the poem. It's midnight, America, and time for us to ride. Hear ye all this clarion call. We must keep freedom alive. Paul Revere rode on his trusty steed. It's time now for all of us to follow his lead. Whether by land or whether by sea, arise, patriots, and ride for liberty. Marxism is here, so now you must ride. Restore the republic and our American pride. Warn your neighbors, your families. Inform them, one and all. If we don't act now, America will fall. It's midnight, America. Your actions she demands. For truth and for justice, all patriots must stand to proclaim liberty again throughout this great land. It's midnight, America, and time to ride. Hear ye all this clarion call. Keep freedom alive. It's midnight, America. Liberty is under attack. We must all rise. We must all ride and take our country back. Leviticus 25.10 is the inscription upon our Liberty Bell. Yeah, they put scripture on the Liberty Bell. Proclaim liberty throughout all the land and unto all the inhabitants thereof. We are all called to liberty. We all have a calling to share The good news, the gospel, to live righteous lives, to be the light and the beacon of that good news. I know, this isn't Sunday school. But when we see things that are going on as they are, and then get this from the medical association, the American Medical Association. Now, these medical people are the same ones wanting to force you to wear masks. They're going along with the CDC, forcing you to wear masks, forcing you to get a vaccine that has not been FDA approved. And, you know, the FDA approves lots of things that shouldn't be approved anyway. But now they're saying you can't claim one sex or another on your baby's birth certificate. 
that that is discrimination. Requiring sex on birth certificates can lead to discrimination and unnecessary burden on individuals whose current gender identity does not align with their designated designation at birth, namely when they register for school or sports or adopt, get married, or request personal records. This is insanity. We all know it. We all see it, as we said yesterday. There are people that are confused. There are people that don't know who they are. But you do. You know who you are. We're all called. We're called to liberty. We're all called by God to do something. We are all called. What is your clarion call? Just stop and think about it. What is your call? Are you being called to attend some meetings, to make some phone calls, to write some letters, or to put your name to a petition? Are you being called to run for an office? Are you being called into the Scripture? I know you are, because we're all called to do that. Get into the Scripture. Get into the Word. Are you called to get on your knees? Absolutely we are. All of us are called to that. And that's not even a question. We all have a calling. Why did I go this direction when I've got a guest coming? Because when I found out I had this guest, I did a little research on him. <laughs> I believe he has a calling as well. And we'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we will be right back. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to Beth at CSCTalkRadio.com. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. There's one thing, well, there's more than one thing, but there's one thing that I've learned that is a blessing in this line of work. And that's that you get to meet the most interesting people. I always learn and I always glean from their knowledge and their walk. And I find out that there are many who also feel called to do a job that they're doing. When I was at Freedom Fest, I met a few representatives of the Epic Times. And this is a a new source that I trust and I have encouraged you to do the same. They were quick to get back with me, which is kind of unusual. In fact, they left messages on my phone before I even made it back into the state of Missouri. Today's guest is Mark Tapscott. He's a congressional correspondent for the Epic Times. He's also the founder and editor of Hill Faith, a Freedom of Information Act Hall of Famer, a Reaganaut, and he says he's an Okie Texan. Much has happened since I scheduled his interview, the article I was holding, he'd written on the 27th. Every member of Pelosi's January 6th select committee voted to impeach Trump. <laughs> Most say he incited the Capitol incursion. Thank you, Mark, for not saying insurrection. But I want you to talk, Mark, about whatever it is that's on your mind today. I have several articles you've written since that time. And I kind of gleaned over them a little bit this morning, and I want to welcome you to CSE Talk Radio. How are you doing this morning, Mark? 
I am great, Beth Ann, and thank you for having me on. Uh, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually going to make a little bit of news for you here. Okay, okay. There is, and this is what I'm reporting today, um, a provision in the infrastructure bill, you know, the $1.2 trillion so-called infrastructure bill, um, <laughs> that is going to authorize, actually it's going to direct the uh, Secretary of Transportation to establish a pilot program to test a new federal tax on every mile that you and I drive. Oh, my gosh. Which means they are determined to, they call it a pilot program now, but you know what, you know what President Reagan said, a federal program is the closest thing to eternal life we'll ever see here on Earth. <laughs> you know, once they got it, you can't get it away from them. And you know, and I watched last night, and I, I can't remember the name of the, <laughs> he was a senator, a Republican, that's going to vote for this mess. Mm-hmm. And uh, the host was arguing with him back and forth, and he just had that, you know, that congressional smile on his face, you know, that this is the right thing to do. Well, of course it is. <laughs> Not. <laughs> it's got so much in it. And Pelosi has these guys over a barrel because they're willing to be over the barrel. They will not stand for what's right. They just won't do it. And so I don't see it being a problem. They're going to pass it. It's going to be hunky-dory, you know, and it's going to be more burdened on the on the taxpayers, on the citizens of this nation. It just goes on and on and on. Well, you know, I've, I've been in Washington, D.C. since, 1976. Um, I hate to admit it, but Gerald Ford was president when I first came up here. I liked Gerald Ford. Well, he certainly would be an improvement over what we've got now. But anyway, um, you know, what we have seen for six, seven, eight decades um, has been a steady increase in the power uh, of the federal government. Yes. And uh, a corresponding decrease in the individual freedom that each one of us as American citizens are guaranteed by the Constitution. But the daily reality is that the more government is, uh, the, the more powerful government is, the more expensive it becomes and the more restrictive on our ability to lead our lives as we choose. Uh, becomes so that's, you know, that's that's the reality that we all have to face and, and you know it's time for us to to take a stand against this and i'm not sure there's lots of different ways in which we can do that but i was telling my listeners before i brought you on that we're all called we're all called to liberty and i was mm-hmm. sharing the scriptures of that and including the scripture that's on the, the liberty bell that we we have an obligation not not to ourselves as much as to our our posterity, our children and their children, as as Ronald Reagan said, they're not gonna they're not gonna get this freedom in their bloodstream. We've got to keep it and hold it, and we've done a pretty poor job. We've been a lazy people. We can blame Congress, we can blame the the elected officials, and they have lots of blame to take. 
but we've given them too much free reign, and now we're going, what have we done? What are they talking about? I mean, I actually got a thing today from uh, the American Association, the Medical American Association, and and they're going to say you don't need to, you should not uh, require a sex on the birth certificate because that's discrimination. I mean, this is like those commercials, you know, where the guy is trying to, to uh, counsel people into not becoming their parents. We all see it. <laughs> we, we all know something's wrong. We can all see it. But what do we do about it, Mark? Yeah. You know, I love those commercials, even <laughs> though I am a boomer and they I are making too. fun of me. <laughs> My husband looks at me with the one with the throw pillows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? What? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if, if I knew... The answer to your question, um, you know, we would do it tomorrow, and this Absolutely. country would be in so much better shape. I, that's that's been the struggle since, you know, as long as I've been in Washington, that's been the struggle. But, and the answer is the same as it's always been, and I think you pointed at it uh, or pointed to it. Um, it's our government. We're not the government. The government doesn't own us. The government is ours. And it will do what we tell it to do if we tell it to do it. The problem has been we've just all, as you said, kind of sit back and and let them go and do whatever they want. Uh, And they've done that. And they have, um, you know, we now have the amazing spectacle, for example, of somebody is elected to Congress, and, you know, they are not rich by any means when they're first elected, but you turn around ten years later, and my gosh. They're worth millions. You know, they're worth millions. <laughs> you know, and we say to ourselves, how did that happen? Uh, well, it happened because we were looking the other way, and we didn't pay attention. And that's part of the reason why I became a journalist, to, you know, provide a, uh, a credible source of facts about what is going on in our government uh, on a daily basis so that the American people can know, number one, and number two, can hold our government accountable. That's what journalism is supposed to be all about. And I thank you for that because I know you're doing a great job at it. Thank you. Well, we try. Well, that's all we can do. <laughs> but when uh, the person that was uh, uh, scheduling you on with the show said that she she said he's he's in the halls of Congress, he's always there, and I go, oh, bless his heart. <laughs> what a what a place to be all the time. <laughs> I'm well, sure. you know, it's, it's interesting you say that, Beth Ann, and and I have to say I was I was up there on January sixth during the. Uh, Where are you? Yeah. yeah um, I was over in the Cannon Building, uh, which is one of the House uh, office buildings. And, you know, the whole thing started with all of a sudden uh, Capitol policemen come running in telling us to um, uh, take shelter in the Longworth Building, which is uh, right adjacent to it, which, of course, we all did. And we were kept there. Most of the day then, we didn't get out until like 10.30 that night. Um, But we could see what was going on from the windows. Um, And I I have to say, I love the U.S. 
Congress. I really do. I love the Capitol building. It's mm-hmm. it is so full of history. My favorite yeah. part of it is the old Senate chamber, uh, which is where Daniel Webster um, and uh, Haney debated the Compromise of 1850, the Great Compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I love being around those those things, but. Then I see what the people who are elected to represent us do. And, you know, it really is, it's um, disappointing, we'll say. Well, and it is, and I hear music, we're going to go into our break. It really is because we have allowed them to be that way. It wasn't that long ago, it was during the Obama administration, that they were talking about salary cuts here and there. We were in trouble, like we're not in trouble now, financially as a nation. And Pelosi made the comment about there was a certain dignity in their positions and they should not have to take any pay cuts. And I thought, while the American people are sitting here struggling, she dare says that, like she's above everyone. And it's our fault. We've We've let the children go. We're heading into a break. Mark, stick with us. I'm very interested in hearing more from you. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with Mark Tapscott of Epic Times, and we will be right back. Mark uh, is with us today, Mark Tapscott, and he is uh, a writer, a journalist for the Epic Times. Mark, you, you can lead, listen to those commercials. You can see that we're out in the country here, and we deal with a lot of property rights issues that come out of D.C., and uh, radical uh, groups that are environmentalists and animal radical groups that just come in and, and try to... Uh, seize our way of life. They're trying to take an uh, individual independent farming and ranching and turn it into corporate, all of it. And, uh, you know, we're kind of uh, endangered species around here, so to speak. And uh, I know a lot of people that are not in the country, not in that area, in those areas of the states, they don't realize what, what all we're putting up with. And uh, uh, so that's where we're coming from, and we're fighting you know, it seems like it's an uphill battle. But like you said, the bigger this federal government gets, the less the people have, the less the, peop- the people can speak up, the more uh, restrained they are, mandated, restricted, you know, all kinds of things that are going on. And it's not just in one industry. It's in all of them. And yeah. uh, we have seen some pretty bad stuff in the last year and a half. It's been here. They've just got all puffed up. <laughs> through the pandemic and thought this is our chance to to seize the final moment. And the people are fighting back, and I'm I'm impressed by that. Go ahead. Well, I, I have to say, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice here. Uh-oh. I have to say that having been born and raised in Oklahoma uh, from uh, mother and father who were born and raised in East Texas, <laughs> which is why I call myself an Okie Texan, Um, You know, I recognize exactly what you're saying. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you're you're in the real world. In Washington, D.C., we're in a fantasy world (laughs) that, um, unfortunately, too many 
politicians and <clears throat> bureaucrats in this town, uh, you know, they have their own vision for the way they think we ought to be living our lives, and they're rapidly accumulating enough power uh, to force us to live the way they think we should live. And, you know, I, I, I hope you're exactly right that lots and lots and lots of Americans are saying, you know, this that's enough. We're not going to do that. Um, this latest national mask mandate that seems mm. to be <clears throat> coming quickly, um, you know, it would it would do my heart good to see millions of Americans burn their mask in public. <laughs> you know? Kind of like back in the sixties when women were burning yeah. their bras. <laughs> Absolutely. Just Absolutely. pile them up and burn these suckers. Absolutely. Uh, we we're not going to do this again. The number one, the science is is anything but but clear that masks do what the uh, government says they do. And number two, it's my choice whether I'm going to do that or not. You know. Um, you know. Uh, go ahead. No, I, the the HIPAA law. You, I'm sure you're familiar with that. Oh yeah. You know, guarantees every person's right to the privacy of their medical records and history and and saying to everybody you've got to wear a mask and you've got to get a vaccination uh, or you're going to be penalized for it um, is a violation of every american's individual right to privacy um you know how much longer are we going to put up with this stuff you know, and we've got we've got individuals that have diseases that um, keep them from wearing the mask. They have to take oxygen. They can't breathe without sure. that. And uh, um, and of course, they are in a higher risk category. But I've got a brother that has issues like that, and he he is a victim of Agent Orange, and uh, he refuses to wear a mask because he can't breathe. <laughs> and uh, he's a very stubborn man, you know, being a Marine, that's the kind of way they are. But um, I saw last night, and I thought, uh-oh, now what's coming? Because they admitted, well, yeah, all these cloth masks that people are wearing, they're not really helpful. They need to have these other masks. And I'm thinking, oh, now they're not just going to mandate masks. They're going to mandate what mask you have to wear. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm thinking, Absolutely. who bought who bought uh, stock in that one, huh? Uh, yeah. You know, the mask, <clears throat> whether it works or not, um, I think is, is, is less of a concern um, for these folks than, than forcing everybody to wear them. And it's, you know, if, if they were really honest when you asked them, why are you doing this, their answer would be, because I can <laughs> We're going to force you to do it because we can force you to do it. And yeah. if they can force us to do that, then that sets the precedent for forcing us to do a lot of other things that they haven't even talked about yet. Well, the fact that they ignore the science, ignore the medical uh, side of this, you know, and they're going to force these children to wear masks, yeah. it's troubling. It's extremely troubling, and I think it's abuse. And uh, I'm hoping that the parents are waking up. And some of them are attending school board uh, 
committee meetings and and they're they're making their voices heard and they're going to have to keep at it. You, it once isn't going to do it, twice isn't going to do it. You got to stay with them. Uh, yeah. We got to ride you know, this I, horse as long as they do. I, I just uh, read uh, a story, a news story this morning that the number of children who are being homeschooled in Colorado uh, in the last year has doubled. <laughs> yeah, take them out of the schools if you possibly that, can. Do it. That that to me is the most encouraging sign. That and all these parents, like you said, um, who are showing up at school board meetings and demanding to know what's going on and to be heard about it. That's the two most encouraging things that I've seen happen in the last 18 months. The, it's the masks, the lockdowns, but it's also what they're teaching the children. Maybe we should start concentrating on what they're not teaching these children as well. Um, get this Amen. curriculum about racism and this other junk out. That's not to be taught in the school. You know, these kids, if we're falling behind, you know, Mark, they have told us that we need these uh, immigrants coming across the border because they're going to do jobs that Americans think they're too good for. And then they say we need the visas, we need the ones coming in from the other directions because they're smarter than us, that we're not, we're not uh, able to do those jobs. We don't have that. And I'm thinking, well, why don't we? Mm-hmm. What are they teaching mm-hmm. us? Because it's not because Americans are dumb. No. <clears throat> now, it's not coincidental that America is the most technologically advanced society <laughs> in the entire history of the world. Um, I, you know, it just amazes me to hear um, President Biden say on the one hand that, you know, the border needs to be open and America is the haven for all these folks that uh, they just want to come here to have a good life. But, well, no, wait a minute. If they're coming from Cuba, no, we don't want them. Um, Of course, (laughs) we know the real reason why they don't want the Cuban uh, people to come to America is because they tend to vote overwhelmingly for Republicans. Um, the people who are coming in the southern border tend to vote overwhelmingly, at least initially, uh, for Democrats. And that's that's what it's really about, is increasing the number of Democrat voters in this country. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's outrageous. It's, but it's also it's overwhelming. The that I can use. It's overwhelming the industries here, whether it's the schools whether it's our infrastructure, <laughs> regardless of what it is, they are overwhelming us with yeah. that many people. They're talking about 1.7 million more people just this year, at the end of this year. That is, if they were wearing combat boots, we'd be up in arms. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Can you stay on the next segment? I have a specific question I want to ask you. Would you be able to stay on? I can stay on for one more segment, yeah. All right, appreciate it. Well, that's all we got left, (laughs) which is one hour. I appreciate it, Mark. Thank you so much. I want to ask you about about Hill, your your other organization that you founded. We're heading into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call at 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo Promo code is Bethann. Hear ye, hear ye. Now is the time for all good Americans to come to the aid of their country. For the past several months, I've been sharing with you a newsletter, Voice of the Patriot. Like Thomas Paine's Common Sense, circulate and share these newsletters with freedom-loving Americans, friends, neighbors, family. Beginning with Voice of the Patriot newsletter number six, start sharing with your elected officials. We must take steps to restore our republic. As nightfall does not come at once, neither does oppression. In both instances, there's a twilight where everything remains seemingly unchanged. And it is in such twilight that we must be aware of change in the air, however slight, lest we become unwitting victims of the darkness, tyranny. We're burning daylight, America. Tomorrow might be too late. Request your copy of Voice of the Patriot today. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. 
Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bring an America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, CSETalkRadio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have a guest today, Mark Tapscott. He's with Epic Times. He writes for them, a journalist, uh, a true journalist. <laughs> Mark, in uh, studying a little bit about you, and I mean a little bit, I, I kind of rushed it some, but uh, I'm going to share just a little something with you about me. And I've been doing this show that I'm on for 10 years. This is my show. And uh, I started out with a gentleman, and you probably do not know him. His name is Jerry Brownfield. Uh, he was the founder of the Brownfield Network, which is a network. They gave re- the market reports and such. And when he passed away, I needed a job, so I started my own talk show. But back in 2019, I was making fun of Nancy Pelosi and her comments about praying for President Trump. And God kind of tapped me on the shoulder and he said, you need to do that. And I said, you don't know what you're asking. <laughs> so I start every show and have since the 26th of, of September in 2019, I start every show with a prayer. And I start it with, for such a time as this, words out of the book of Esther. Well, in reading about you, you are the founder and editor of Hill Faith. And I wanted you to share a little bit about what you do and and what that means to you. Well, um, <clears throat> I am moved by your um, recite of the um, opening of the book of Esther. Uh, and indeed, it is the truth that we are all born for a time such as this. Um, Psalm 139, verses 15 and 16 tell us that... Um, the Lord knit each one of us together in our mother's womb. Um, and he put each one of us here for a purpose. And as it happens, you and I and all of your listeners are put here in America, the freest country that uh, has ever been seen on this earth. And it's in peril, and we need to wake up to that fact. Um Hill Faith is very simply the ministry that the Lord called me to a couple of years ago. Um, When I first came up here in 1976, I spent four years working on Capitol Hill uh, for two Republican representatives on the House side and for uh, Senator Orrin Hatch on the Senate side. That was before going into the Reagan uh, administration. Mm -hmm. And... um, in the years after I was uh, in the Reagan administration, when I became a journalist, uh, I frequently was on Capitol Hill. And in the last several years, I noticed that I, I was, I kept seeing myself again in all of these young people who work on the Hill these days. The average age is about 27. Um, they are, uh, uh, about 20,000 congressional aides working for 
individual senators and representatives and for uh, congressional committees uh, and congressional agencies. They aren't paid very much. They work extremely long hours. They're uh, extremely influential as a result of that. Um, the day-to-day work of Congress, they do it, and they, as a result, have a tremendous influence on how the laws that we all live under um, are written. And I kept seeing myself, and it was when I was working on Capitol Hill that that my life got off in the wrong direction. Um, and it was not until 1991 when the Lord woke me up one morning to the fact that I had a drinking problem. Mm. Uh, and I cried out to him to help me, and he did. He saved me. And, Amen. Um, you know, I realized a couple of years ago, Mark, you're, you're seeing yourself because you know what it's like to have to be there working on the hill, you know all the temptations, you know uh, all the weaknesses that we are all subject to. Um, Capitol Hill is, and Congress is a, is a tough place to work if, um, you know, you're not careful. And so I realized he's calling me to share the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ with as many aides working on Capitol Hill uh, as I have the opportunity to. And that's what Hill Faith is all about. You know, go ahead. Finish up. Go ahead. Um, that's, that's what Hill Faith is about, and it's um, still a new ministry. It's a 501c3. Uh, the website is hillfaith, one word, uh, .org, and I would invite your listeners to, to check it out. You know, it's something that since September 19th, I mean 26th, when I started doing this, uh, beginning each because it's not I'm not it's not a Christian radio talk show, it's right. just a talk show, who happens to have a Christian host and only that's it. Yep. Uh, and I still get all riled up like other talk show hosts. I'm just as normal as anybody else, you know. <laughs> and um, I'm a mom, I'm a grandma, and I hate to admit it, but I'm also a great grandmother. And yeah. um, I don't hate to admit I just hate to admit my age. Yeah. But um, I have found out. And when I was reading about you, and I thought, the Lord has been putting others in my in my circle that he has called also. You know, we're not alone. We have brothers and sisters out here that are called. They're just as concerned about this nation as you and I are. And they know that the answer is him. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, it sounds to me like... You know, I keep telling my listeners, and I still think they should, call your congressional members, call call your senators, call your representatives, call them state and federal. Well, we we need to get those messages through to those who are working for them as well. Absolutely. Sounds like. And, and what, what, a, what an amazing privilege it is that we have to be able to call our representatives mm-hmm. and tell them, here's what I think. And they have to listen to us. You know, 99% of the world's population has never had that opportunity. That's what, right. what, a, what a privilege we have. What a precious freedom we have to be in this country at this time. Um, and you're absolutely right. I, I especially like the way you described, you know, it's yours is not a Christian radio program. You're 
a radio host who is a Christian. Well, America is not a quote-unquote Christian nation, but it is and has been a nation of Christians, predominantly. Not so much today as it used to be. Unfortunately. Um, But our laws and our Constitution were set up on Christianity for religious and moral people. For religious and moral people, exactly. And and it's falling apart because we've failed to be moral. (laughs) Well, we we failed to do what the citizens of a representative republic are supposed to do, and that is to be daily concerned with what is going on in our government because they represent us. They, the decisions they make, they make in our name, whether we realize it or not. Absolutely. And, and like you said, you know, and I'm just going to phrase it a little differently, it's a republic. And the republic is only working if the republic, the people, are actually paying attention and working it. Uh, we have to hold them accountable. They're, they're, they're working for us, including their aid. But we got to do it in love and kindness as well. But we've got yes, to be amen. firm. We've got to be firm. The music's playing. We're out of time. Mark, thank you for being with me. And I think we're going to have you back. I'm pretty excited about that. And I just pray that you will help us to bring America home. parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal. One aim, a strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q, the calm before the storm by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q, the calm before the storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.